the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason, live on this Monday. I hope it finds you well out there. Daylight savings time. You know, we don't we do not do that in Arizona, so we, we really never have to worry about it. Uh, but now we are on, Arizona's now on mountain time. So Arizona and Colorado are now on the same time. California will be an hour behind, and uh, we move closer, I guess, to the people in the Midwest, in the East Coast, and uh, it's a huge uh, pain in the fanny for a lot of people, uh, but for us here in Arizona, I know every year they talk about, hey, we should get rid of this, I think, and I don't know, I think the, the, the long sto- and short story is they used to do it, I think it had to do with the harvest and, and getting uh, the, the crops in the ground, getting the crops out of the ground. And, you know, we kind of don't do it that way anymore, so to speak. You know, we got machines and equipment to do that. Uh, it seems, I don't know, Jason, one of the many unnecessary things that we do. Probably some rich guy that has to drive towards the sunrise in the morning and wants the sun at a different spot <laughs> during his commute or something. That's probably why we do it. I'm blind. You know, the sun comes over. I'm blind. <laughs> we just shifted in November, and now uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a lot better driving towards uh, the east in the morning and west in the afternoon. That's, I don't know. That's, that's what I think it is. It's got to be for some rich guy's comfort. <laughs> that's the new reason. There you go. See? This is the new reason why you got to have daylight savings time. So the sun... Doesn't get you in the eyes while you're driving. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number, the physical delivery of wealth insurance. Of course, the website at allamericangold.com. And we had the fifth bank failure over the weekend. Matter of fact, it was done uh, Friday after the markets closed. Citizens Bank. In Sac City, Iowa, uh, not, a, not a very big bank, only had a few branches, $66 million worth of deposits. But, you know, here's the funny thing is, according to the, the paper, uh, they got caught up in some bad trucking loans. That, that seems to be what did. So here, we, you know, we talk about, hey, commercial real estate's going to do people in, and, and, and in this bank, uh, it was trucking loans. Of course, the trucking industry, you know, we've had, what, two major bankruptcies in trucking. Uh, what was Maseric, the largest shipbuilder in the world? They just laid off 10,000 people. You know, it's kind of giving you all the, the warning signs. But you know what happened is this wasn't one of those things you could bring to the Fed, right? So the Fed, they'll take your mortgage-backed securities, Right, they'll they'll take treasuries, right, uh, loans to trucking companies. Apparently, that's where they draw the line, Jason. Yeah, well, you know, they've been 
trying to get the job losses anyway, so, I mean, that, that that's what they want. So, I mean, I think they'll take it however they can get it, Joe. We'll, we'll, we'll see. As, as, like I said, it's always wait and see, right? We're just going to wait and see as it slowly gets worse, slowly gets worse. And then uh, a lot of people, Joe, who don't listen to this show especially, they're just going to wake up one day and like, wait a minute. It'll be like uh, when I didn't listen to this stuff years ago, and I was one of those guys that gave the – the stated income loan to, you know, and I, I wasn't supposed to, I was one of those people, I wasn't supposed to buy a house, but I, I was really thrifty with my money. And I didn't really, you know, the housing crash, and I, I heard the news, I just kind of shrugged it off, I didn't know, I was ignorant. And I walked out of my house in 2010 one day, and the houses on both sides, and all three houses across the street were all empty, and I was like, oh, so, something's going on here. And that's when I started to wake up, Joe. Yeah, the the neighborhood is changing and uh, changing with no one in it. And again, this is this is a a smaller bank, uh, but this is where the vast majority of banks live in, in the United States. Uh, you know, uh, you you talk about when you get to banks, there's only a hundred banks that even have ten billion dollars in assets. You know, that that's it. Uh, when you talk about a hundred billion dollars, I mean you don't even get to 35 banks that have that kind of money. Right. Uh, so, so uh, when you think about, hey, we got about 4,000 banks or so, the vast majority of them are like this one. And and again, uh, I think yeah. we're going to see the wave here. The, these banks that just don't have any size are really going to struggle to stay in existence. Listen, banks. Closing branches left and right. Uh, we saw, yep. what was it, Schwab with the big announcement, right? They, they, they laid off thousands of people. Citigroup, now their CEO was out on TV saying, yeah, uh, we're going to swing the job axe and we're going to swing it big. Uh, I don't know what that means, but we'll wait and see from there. But then articles, man, this is becoming a big trend. Banks just closing people's accounts seemingly out of nowhere. Uh, in the banking world, they call it exiting or de-risking. Now, here's the problem with, with this. And, of course, don't, don't look uh, for anybody to help you here. When you s opened up your bank account, and you know how they open up bank accounts now. Right, initial here, sign there. You, you got the little uh, like credit card type machine in front of you, right? You got the little uh, the little uh, pencil that's not a pencil, and you're just hitting accept and accept and initial. And you, you scribble an initial, sign here, right? Accept, hit OK. One of the things you're agreeing to, besides the fact that you are agreeing that you don't own the money. That the, the biggest thing you're agreeing to is, hey, when I put my money in the bank, the bank owns it. I'm letting them use my money. They can lend out my money. Well, the other thing you're agreeing to is the bank, for any at any time or any reason or no reason, can boot you out. We're going to talk about that next. 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Monday. A quick look in at the markets. Uh, the Dow, it, it, it's pretty flat today. Obviously had a big week last week on bond yields collapsing because the economic data 
seem to have turned. Uh, we'll get to that today, maybe tomorrow. Uh, but the Dow's up 30, the S&P's up 5, the Nasdaq's up 40, gold's down 8, silver's down 17 cents. The 10-year note is at 464, so starting to go back up again. Uh, again, listen, there's liquidity problems in the Treasury. Why did yields collapse so badly last week? Liquidity. Same reason why they were skyrocketing up until that. These are classic signs that the liquidity in the Treasury markets is not where it needs to be. This is not a good sign. Right? This is why record central bank gold buying. This is why everybody's trying to diversify away from dollars. Uh, as oil's up today, the dollar's down today. Uh, but again, if you're sitting there saying, you know what, I don't like how this is setting up. You know, Joe and Jason, they keep saying that we're, you know, for listen, for three years we told you this was going to be the situation. The Dow is essentially right where it was, which means you're losing your backside, right, because of inflation. The markets, right, where is the next Big move, most likely. That's to the downside, right? We, you know, we can go up and down, but I'm talking about the big move. Is it more likely, right? The big move is down forty thousand. Is it more likely the big move is down twenty five thousand? And I think if, if if you asked Wall Street people honestly, I think they would all, the vast majority of them would tell you, yeah, unfortunately, it's to the downside. But this is why you diversify. Check out why refi. I don't, I don't I keep telling you. You got all this money in the bank, uh, then, then you really need to, to look at being diversified here. Check them out. Invest. YRefi.com, that's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com, or call them at 888-YREFI24. And as you guys know, you got to have $50,000 uh, to, to invest at YRefi. But we are talking about the article out of the New York Times this weekend. This is probably, what, at least the third time? We've talked about this in the last 90 days, right? Banks like to call it exiting or de-risking. When banks just close their customers' accounts, and listen, this can be personal accounts, business accounts. If you have personal and business at the same bank, it can be all of those accounts. Normally what goes with it. Credit card accounts, line of credits, right? Everything that you have, the bank will essentially say, we're done. And you, you know, and of course, as you know, right, that's not any, it's one thing. Can you go to another bank to open up an account? Maybe. Here's the problem. Once one bank does it to you, all the other banks are like, well, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to give you an account. What happened? Here's the problem. They don't even need to tell you why. Matter of fact, they don't tell you why. Most cases. 
Banks are required. And this is where things are getting really, uh, you know what, messed up, if you will. Now, remember the Patriot Act? And in that act, there was a lot of banking stuff in there. One of them was, you know, in order to cut off terrorist funding. Now, let me ask you. You think terrorist funding has been cut off? Do you? Right? Has Hamas been cut off? Right? Has Hezbollah been cut off? Has the Taliban been cut off? Has any of these people been cut off? No. Nope. But in that legislation, they started requiring banks to fill out suspicious activity reports. Did that help with Jeffrey Epstein? Nope, sure did it. What, are, what is a uh, suspicious activity report, or SRA? That is when the bank decides that a transaction or a behavior, it's kind of interesting, could violate the law. Like unusually large cash transactions or wire transfer with banks transfers with uh, countries that the, I, I don't know who, I don't know if the bank, our government, the high-risk countries, right? So, if you know, let's face it, you're sending money, I guess, in, back into Israel or Gaza or Syria. I, I'm assuming you're getting these suspicious activity report. We, we told you about a bunch of uh, businesses. One was like a jewelry store, gold shop, pawn shop, kind of like a three-in-one, right? Hey, we, we sell jewelry, we do some gold, we do some pawning, right? A lot of these businesses being thrown out. But what did I do? Well, we, we just don't want your business. Sorry. Right? That, 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 you know, that's, that's all they need to do. But according to, to Reuters, Thompson Reuters, banks filed more than 1.8 million suspicious activity reports last year. Now, here's the, the thing. It started with the Patriot Act. It got enhanced with Dodd-Frank. Okay. Now, Dodd-Frank was, what, 13 years ago? But here's what's interesting. The 1.8 million is a 50% increase in just the last two years, from two years ago. It's up 50% because, Jason, what we're not hearing about is they keep making up these little rules. There's no act of Congress. Right? Your congressman didn't do it. And this is the thing. People get really messed up by this because they think, well, I, I would have heard.
heard about it on Fox, or I would have heard about it on CNBC, and Congress would have had to vote on it. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. This usually falls under the, the SEC or the FDIC, maybe the Department of Treasury, and they just change rules. The figure, by the way, this year, <laughs> as if we didn't know, is going to be well over 2 million suspicious activity reports. I mean, Jason, when you think about it, right, they're just identifying how many potential, right, you know, ties to terrorist or fraud or, you know, criminal activity that consumers here in the United States are really up to. Yeah, eventually a, a suspicious transaction is simply going to be uh, the money going somewhere that they don't want it to go. The, you know, the Fed, the the, the federal government, uh, a suspicious transaction will simply be this is where money goes that we don't want it to go. And uh, I've actually dealt with a small version of this when I was uh, trying to order some InfoWars products. Remember, Joe, I talked about this where I just wanted to order some supplements, and they uh, – they put a hold on my card and canceled my transaction because it was just, it was a suspicious transaction. I was buying iodine and vitamin D. <laughs> they they they, they uh, froze the card temporarily, and, and and I had to have go through like a series of questions to tell them yes, I actually did want to buy those things. And so yeah, the, the suspicious transactions, Joe, that uh, two million. That's a that's a very paltry small number as to what it's going to be here as as time goes on, Joe. That's gonna be a it's going, to, it's going to be, you know, 20 million and 200 million transactions pretty quickly, Joe. Yes. The New York Times said that they were flooded with hundreds of complaints from you know, readers about what's going on in these banks. Now, the banks are saying, hey, it's not our fault. Don't be mad at us. Right, we we act in accordance with our compliance program, consistent with our regulatory obligation. We know that it can be frustrating to clients, but we must follow these obligations. See, right? we we have to, Jason. And, and they they have to. Yeah, the the, the rule makers have have cast down the rules, and it's time for for uh, the banks and and the financiers to comply. Right, it's time to comply. And uh, since we have to comply, you, the account holders, you have to comply. You have no choice. You know, and, unless you find another way around it, Joe, and you you put your money somewhere else. Yeah, this is the thing. In this article, they were talking about how. Lack of trust in banks is becoming a huge problem, and that they're that what they call they call it the super prime customer. So this is you know hey this is a big hitter. Right? Our big hitters they're telling us that one of the the biggest reason where they put their money is is trust in these institutions. And, and Jason, we bring this up because you never know what it's going to do a lot of people you know we talk about these suspicious activity reports people ask me all the time i want to buy gold but i don't want the government to know about 
Right? I think a lot of people out there are like nodding in their head. Yep, 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 yep. And and I'm just going to go to the bank and I'm going to say I want. Let's just say you got a hundred grand in your account. I want ten grand. Suspicious activity report automatic. How about five grand? Suspicious activity report. It could be as little as five hundred dollars. What? Listen, if you're not a person who normally goes to your bank and says, "I'd like to withdraw money," right? If that's part of what you do, I, I go to the bank once a week and withdraw five hundred dollars. The bank, you know, their, their system, their software system, is sophisticated. They're now looking for patterns. Ah, oh, that's what he does. That, that's what that guy does. Nothing, nothing unusual. Now, if you did that every week, and then all of a sudden you go in there one week and say, "I want twenty grand," suspicious activity report. Right? If you're, and again, now here's a, this is a new thing. Because it was one thing. Okay, generate your report. How do you know you're getting one? You don't. Here's a good rule of thumb. The teller starts asking you questions. And what I mean by that is, especially if you're asking for a large sum of cash, what are you using it for? What do you, what do you need that for? A lot of people are like, oh, look at, look, none of your business, nosy. Right? Because there are little screens flashing a thing saying, hey, suspicious activity report. We'll be back with more. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, we're talking suspicious activity reports uh, after the article in the New York Times about banks going wild and, and shutting down people's accounts without warning. And they don't have to give you any warning. And this is why I said it's more dangerous today. Not, not only are they generating more report of these reports than ever, and let's face it, the last major piece of legislation passed by the government was Dodd Frank. See, but it's all these rule changes that you're, you know, if you are made aware, it's on the small print on an online statement, right? I mean, they don't really, uh, really have to notify you of anything, do they? But this is why I say it's more dangerous now. Because in the past, you can be, so what? Yeah, generate your report. I'm not doing anything illegal. It's fine. I'm doing it. And I'll be snotty, and I'll give you, uh, you know, I'll tell you I'm buying a car or I'm whatever, buying tractor parts, whatever you want to tell them. None of your business. Right? Sometimes if you're older, they'll ask you, are you under duress? Is somebody forcing you to do this? These will be questions that they ask. 
That means a suspicious activity report is generated. But now, Jason, now they're starting to use these reports against their own customers. And it could be something as simple as, oh, wait a minute. You deposited a check, I don't know, from a, a cannabis company. And we don't like that. Right? Yeah, nope. I, I, you know, who knows? Right? The guy could be trying to squirt, you know, uh, not play by the rules when it comes to cannabis. We're closing your account. It could be something where the bank decides, you know what? You got you got five of these in the last six months, or five of these, three of these in the last six months. I, I don't know. I don't know the number. We're closing your accounts. It could be something where uh, somebody wrote you a check, a neighbor. Who knows, right? Maybe you're doing a, a fundraiser or you're whatever maybe may uh, be. You had a, one of those little parties at your house, a pampered chef party. And then some neighbors came over. They brought some friends. You really didn't know them. They wrote you a check. And the bank's like, well, wait a minute, that, that person's under investigation for fraud. <clears throat> Suspicious activity. But now, what makes it worse, Jason, is before the banks were just, okay, we did our job. We sent the report. The report goes to the IRS. It goes to the Treasury, right, the FBI, the CIA, Homeland Security. They can all have access to it. But now, because the banks are saying, now this is what the banks are saying. They've changed all the laws and essentially have told us that you better start closing these accounts. And this is what's happening to thousands of people seemingly are having their accounts closed, Jason, for doing nothing. Really, for just, I don't even know what I did. Right, and just uh, just getting that title, the suspicious activity, that, that probably sets forth a whole new set of rules as to what can be done, Joe, because obviously if you don't have suspicious activities, they'll probably leave you alone, but the algorithm or the, the bank teller and their set of rules after typing certain things into the computer, once it's determined, it's kind of like a, a domestic terrorist, Joe. Once, you're, once you uh, get... Uh, Titled as a domestic terrorist, you, then you fall into that Patriot Act you were talking about earlier, and, and suddenly uh, you're stripped of all kinds of freedoms because you may be a danger to society. And uh, it's, it's used to be uh, the punishment came after the crime. Instead, the suspicions now what gets you in trouble. You're convicted before, and you have to prove your innocence after. And when it comes to, to finances and bank accounts, that's, that can be life-altering when uh, things get shut down and then you have to go after the fact and prove that you're not a suspicious person, that you're just, a, you know, the average guy just trying to make your way. And you did one purchase or one, de you know, deposit or one withdrawal that was hit the algorithm, and, and suddenly you're, you're, you know, you have to live with this like you're like, uh, like McCarthyism. You're, now you're a communist and you need to be investigated, right, Joe? It's, 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 it's turning the average American citizen. It'll, it'll turn the you know, I like the scenario you said earlier. You know, this turns citizens against it's your friends against friends, family against family. Hey, I took a check from you, dude. And my my bank account went haywire. I, I ain't doing any business with you. I'm not taking money from you. I mean, 
think of how much that shuts down the average uh, relationships, you know, commercially or uh, you know, friends and family. Joe, it's, it's it's a bad situation. It's a bad situation when they. It's funny how we're not supposed to title or, or, or categorize, you know, races or genders and all this pressure we have to step on, you know, we're walking on eggshells by our speech. But yet they could sit there and say, you're suspicious, suspicious, suspicious activity. They, they can label you immediately. It's funny how they can label, but, man, do we have to walk on eggshells with our speech, right, Joe? And it's, it just shows you who's really in control, doesn't it? Well, and again, according to the New York Times, who... Listen to this. They examined over 500 cases and said, by and large, they, these customers weren't notified. They have no, they've never been told why their accounts have been closed, but it gets worse. It says that in these Often, banks take weeks to send their balances. In other words, hey, your account's closed. You can't have access to your money. It's not like they hand you a cashier's check and say, okay, go find another bank. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. The vast majority of time, the bank will take weeks to release your money. At the same time, They've cut off your credit cards, right? They've essentially prevented you from doing business. Even for people, well, okay, that bank can be, I have, I have other money, right? I, I've got other bank accounts, right? I've got gold. I can call Joe and, and go to Patreon and get some money. But here's the thing that, that really is tough when talking about businesses, Jason. Businesses weren't even able to make payroll, right? Because they just shut their accounts and didn't let them and didn't release their money so they could pay bills. Yeah. We'll finish up with this when we return. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Final day for silver dimes and quarters. They're on sale. The dimes are $100. The quarters are $200. And then we have the one-tenth ounce American Gold Eagle on sale today. $250 if you buy 50 or more. They come in tubes of 50 from the mint. 50 or more, $245 at $800. Nine five one zero five nine two. And just in case, you know what? These tenth outs, they may be good to hang on to. Yeah. Yeah, get, good coins. Right? Maybe maybe you get your account closed. And the bank's gonna hold your money for ten days. Hey, I can go down to Joe and Jason, I can I get a quick twenty five hundred bucks, right? I'm gonna sell ten tenth ounce and and, and, and and get some money so I can operate well, I'm getting a new account for all of you out there that think, well, if I just do less than $10,000, I'm golden. And that's actually worse. Banks have gotten very, very smart. The New York Times, talking about federal law requires 
Depositors fill out a form when they're depositing or withdrawing more than $10,000, right? This is why a lot of people say, well, I'll stay under it. In attempts to avoid this number, the authorities and account holders they deem are engaging in structuring. In other words, every time this guy comes in and withdraws cash, he's withdrawing $9,900 or $9,000. He's always below the 10000 According to J.P. Morgan, this is now the number one reason why they are closing people's accounts is they believe that people are structuring to stay under the $10,000, Jason. Yeah, yeah, if you uh, do regular cash withdrawals or even cash deposits uh, of a certain level just under 10000 yeah, they won't like that, unless it's something you've been doing for a long, long time, right, Joe? So it's... No, even... You know, it's, listen, it's, according to J.P. Morgan now, if you've been doing this for a long time, you're a bar, whatever, you're some uh, uh, a retail outlet, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I'd go into your bank and have a long conversation and say, okay, and I'll, I'll just tell you for me, my bank, and this was going back years ago, first they told us, hey, keep it under ten grand." Okay. It's a pain in the butt, but okay. Then the, the bank called me. Said, uh, I said, I got a call. Got a call. From the, you know, from our bank security. And now I almost never do under 10,000, ever. He's like, dude, just go over, just be over all the time. Okay. I was only under because you told me to. Right? And, and again, it, there's no rhyme or reason. Listen to what the banks say. We must know our customers. And monitor the transactions. So what they're saying is, hey, here's why we don't like cash. Not only, we may know you. We don't know the person who gave it to you. We don't like that. Right? We don't like that. We must follow through all transactions at our bank. This includes instances where we see a pattern of cash deposits or withdrawals that are below the federal currency reporting thresholds. So, Jason, there you have it, right? These banks, uh, they've gotten smart. Well, I mean, smart, or they're just getting greedy, or they're getting uh, worried, you know, any number of things, right? <laughs> they got to protect themselves, Joe, and in this climate that they're in. And, uh, you know, they're, they're rule followers, Joe. They're rule followers. They do exactly what they're told. I mean, I wish we had banks out there, Joe, that uh, sort of stood up and just sort of did it their way, right? There used to be a long time ago, way before this program today, there would be a few banks out there that kind of did it their own way. They were still in the monetary system. They still had to borrow and pay back loans in the same system. But, but those, those banks, I don't even know if any of those even exist anymore, Joe. They're, everything's so tightly regulated and controlled. And uh, we know we know what the uh, the goal is. The goal is complete control over all transactions, which will be a digital currency. Yep. Yep. And I don't know how long it'll be. Sometimes I think it's right around the corner. Sometimes I think it's going to be a few years. 
but it, it's going to happen. And if they don't take it all at once, they're going to take it a little bit at a time until it's all gone. So you might as well be uh, ready for it now and be, be behaving in a way that's beneficial now, Joe. So how about this? There's a guy uh, in uh, Stephen Furker. Bought a house in New York. Wanted to remodel. The contractor said, hey, pay me cash. One was $7,000. The other, $12,000. Now get this. He also got a credit card from City, 12-month, 0% interest, and he bought things for the remodel of the kitchen. Hey, I bought a refrigerator, bought a stove. You, you would think the bank could put this together. He goes, the bank called him and asked him why he, w he made these, re what they call repeated cash withdrawals. And he goes, I assume they were just making sure somebody wasn't stealing my money. He goes, I was actually glad they called. I never gave it two thoughts until Citigroup threw them out. Jason said, nope, we don't like that. Yes, 7000 and 12000 You didn't see all the kitchen appliances I bought on the I'm remodeling my kitchen. Hello? No, that's not good. You're probably doing something else. I mean, come on. 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Silver dimes. 50 silver dimes for $100. 40 silver quarters for $200. And the 10th ounce... American Gold Eagle, 1 through 49, $250, 10 or more, $245 at 800-951-0592. Also, a criminal record is another cause. A guy, Nick Seidel of Chicago, has been thrown out of banks Three times. The last time, so he started. He got he got dumped by Chase, then BMO Harris, then he he went to uh, the next bank, and he actually developed a a relation. I'm sorry, BM, BMO was I'm sorry, Fifth Third. So Chase Fifth Third. Now he's at BMO. He became friends with the branch manager there. Told them about hey gosh these banks keep kicking me out and and. The bank manager assured him, because the guy said, listen, I don't know, they won't tell me, but I got arrested in 2011 for stealing a car. And I used a counterfeit $20 bill. And the bank manager is like, dude, it's fine. And plenty of times passed, you shouldn't have to worry. Eighteen months later, he got a letter saying that he was no longer banking at their bank. When he brought it into the manager, the manager said, I'm not supposed to tell you this. He turned his computer monitor around so he could see it. And what came up? His mug shot from 10 years ago as the, the reason. So again, Jason, it just seems like there's a huge disconnect between what the bank's 
are saying they're trying to do and what they're really doing, which is, hey, listen, we just don't like these types of transactions. We want to know where everything, uh, all the money's going, and if we don't know, we'll find any reason to kick you out. That's right, Joe. And in the future, it's going to be smaller and smaller reasons why they, they'll do such a thing. They'll test it on a few guys here and a few guys there. Uh, and then uh, a full rollout, Joe, because this, this, this is always just the beginning of such behavior. Uh, when, when the full rollout happens, you'll have people you know, acting just like COVID, you know. Hey, i got to wear a mask around everybody. I don't want to be the bad guy. I don't want to wear these things, but i got to do it because I don't want to be the bad guy in the room, right, Joe? So people will start behaving really wildly when it comes to moving their money left or right or up or down. And, uh, you know, it's it's this is why it's... The, the most comfortable, you know, as I've said before, the most relaxed and comfortable people I've ever met have been the gold silver buyers of Patriot Trading Group. They come in, they buy a little bit, they're, they're, they're just they're moving slower than everybody else. They're relaxed because when you have money saved up, and especially when you have protected money saved up, there's nothing. There's less, you know, there's always something to worry about, but there's a whole lot less to worry about if you got the financial thing. I, I remember watching Forrest Gump, the movie. And, uh, and and Lieutenant Dan, right? Uh, he takes care of Forrest Gump's uh, in investments, his money. He's like, well, Lieutenant Dan got me invested in some fruit company, and then he told me I didn't have to worry about money anymore. And I was like, well, one less thing. You know, of course, Lieutenant Dan got him involved in Apple stock, gold and silver. Once you've saved enough money to to to, to make sure you can pay for those daily needs, Joe, it just makes you relax, makes you feel comfortable, right? Got it. Eight hundred. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.